Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. It's a hot weekend in the United States in some parts. It's rainy in others in Northern California, I'm told. Welcome aboard. I'm happy. I hope you're having a lovely weekend wherever you are in these United States. Or if you're listening on XM Channel uh, XM Radio, Channel 165, you may well be in Canada. Or if you're tuned into us uh, on the Armed Forces Network, well, you could be in any number of countries around the world. But no matter where you are... Welcome to the most widely syndicated travel radio show in the U.S. I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. the Savvy Traveler. And my goal in the next two hours is to bring you the latest in travel news, deals, and guests. I hope you might get some new travel ideas along the way and learn a trick or two about traveling smart. Uh, I'd like to welcome this weekend a new affiliate to our network. It's KFWA of Enid, Oklahoma. Now, if you're around Enid on Friday night, you know it was first Friday in downtown. That's when many stores and restaurants around the square stay open late and feature live music. The weather cooperated, which was good news for those who participated in the Relay for Life that began Friday night and didn't end till oh, about 7 a.m. Saturday morning. So to the good folks of Enid who are listening on KFWA, welcome to your new radio travel show, and I hope you'll tune in every weekend at this time. This morning, my first guest will be a man whose take on aviation security may well shock you. This former Federal Aviation Administrator security, Administration security expert was a member of the FAA's Red Team. Those are the guys who are charged with probing securities, uh, security at airports for weaknesses. He says our airport security is so flawed, any terrorist could bring down dozens of planes in a single day without trying too hard. You're not going to want to miss what Steve Elson has to say. And when terrorists took over the Taj Mahal Palace in Mumbai in November of 2008, the hotel company's CEO, Raymond Bixon, was trapped inside. He and his wife did manage to escape, and despite the fires and bullets that riddled that hotel, its doors are once again open. In fact, President Obama and his staff took over the entire 560-room hotel on a visit to India last October. We're going to talk with Raymond Bixon about that hotel and the company's expansion plans in the United States. And then Jacqueline Gifford of Brides Magazine will uh, help us turn to a lighter topic when she describes the world's sexiest beach hotels and what makes them so. As usual, I'll have a couple deals of the week, but first let's take a look at uh, some of the week in travel news. Well, Air Rage uh, raised its ugly head on board a flight to Africa this past week when a passenger who reclined his seat got into a fight with the passenger behind him who wasn't too happy about that. Now, that's something most of us think about when we board a plane. How much can we recline our seat without really annoying our neighbor behind us? Well, in the case of this United flight from Washington, D.C. to Ghana, that debate turned into a little brawl that prompted the pilot to turn the plane around and return to Washington's Dulles Airport just after midnight last Sunday. Not only that, but two Navy F-16 jet fighters were dispatched to escort the plane back to D.C. Now, frankly, I'm not quite sure what those F-16s could have accomplished, even if the tussle had gotten worse. But a Navy spokesman said the Navy was simply following protocol. That United flight had to dump fuel so it could land with a lighter load, and police met both men at the gate, but neither were injured and neither were arrested, which I'm frankly surprised about. And when you think about how many people were inconvenienced, about 150 as I recall, and how much it cost United to dump fuel and return to Dulles, I'm, I'm astounded both these clowns weren't at least fined a couple hundred thousand dollars. 
In other news, the Federal Aviation Administration this week said anyone who deliberately points lasers at an airplane from the ground could be fined up to $11,000. That's the same penalty, the FAA, penalty that the FAA levies against anyone who interferes with a flight crew. Now, while there's no record of a laser blast causing any airplane crashes, pilots can be blinded or incapacitated by the bright light, and the number of reported cases keeps rising, about 2,800 last year alone. That's a lot every day. Do the math. Uh, now, most are around major airports. Chicago's O'Hare reported 100 such incidents, while nearly twice that number occurred in or around the four airports in the Los Angeles area. And then, right on cue... Police arrested a man on Friday in Texas who they say was pointing a laser beam at the cockpits of two planes. It's his bad luck that one of those planes was reportedly being flown by the FBI. And as long as we're on the uh, strange things involving airplanes road, it's worth noting that Qantas, the Australian airline, uh, grounded one of its Boeing 767 jets last Tuesday after five baby rats were found aboard, snuggled in a cabinet holding a defibrillator. No one, no one knows how they got there, though an inspection of the plane for damage didn't turn up a mother or father rat. Try not to think about this the next time you board a plane. I don't know what you did over the Memorial Day holiday last weekend, but in Aspen, folks were skiing. The Colorado resort town had a better base of snow for skiers on Memorial Day weekend than it did on New Year's Day. And grab your skis, because the lifts remain open this weekend, both Saturday and Sunday as well. This is uh, only, by the way, at Aspen Mountain and Ajax. Nearby Snowmass is closed for the season. The city of Cape Town in South Africa got a public relation boost with the publication of the newest James Bond novel. Bond's creator, Ian Fleming, of course, uh, died years ago. But writer Jeffrey Deaver has been hired to carry on the series of spy novels. And for the new book, which is titled Carte Blanche, Deaver chose Cape Town as the plot's backup. He said he'd visited the city repeatedly over the last 10 years. And, and like Bond novels, Cape Town is exotic and beautiful, he said. Uh, the head of Cape Town Tourism and the Cape Film Commission, who hopes the novel will eventually be made into a movie, are delighted with the press Cape Town is receiving in conjunction with the novel that comes on the heels of Cape Town's hosting of the World Cup last year. Alaska Airlines says 90% of its planes will be equipped with Wi-Fi by the end of the month. The cost of the service begins at $4.95 a flight, and it's based on the, the cost is based on the length of the flight and the device that is used. That's a new one. Among the major carriers, uh, Delta is the best equipped when it comes to Wi-Fi, with about 550 planes equipped with the right stuff. Uh, keep in mind, though, the system uh, on Alaska and Delta uh, rely on ground-based equipment, so you uh, won't get Internet service flying over large bodies of water. So don't get on a plane from uh, the States to go across the Pacific or the Atlantic and expect to have Internet service all the way over. Speaking of Delta, the Atlanta-based airline stopped offering passengers a 2 to $3 discount on baggage fees if they paid the fee online rather than at the airport. The basic fees remain the same, $25 to check out a bag domestically, 35 for a second. And now you'll be able to check only one bag for no charge on Delta flights to Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean. And uh, Orbitz won a victory this week in court when a judge ruled that American Airlines had to allow Orbitz to sell its flights on its website. You may recall that Orbitz and American have been locked in a fierce battle since American removed its flights and fares from Orbitz, saying it didn't want to pay a fee for a middleman to broker each purchase. That move, when American pulled its flights, slammed Orbitz's stock. The shares of Orbitz went down 60% this year. But when the judge made its de his decision known this week that American had to put its flights back up there, I presume because of contractual agreements uh, made prior to this dispute, Orbit's stock went up 50%. And speaking of American Airlines, the carrier pulled all salads off its transatlantic flights this week. Transatlantic flights this week, excuse me. 
The move is in response to the spread of that deadly E. coli virus that's killed at least 19 people and sickened about 2,000 people in 12 countries in Europe. European health authorities have suggested salad fixins, such as cucumbers, tomatoes, and lettuce, might be what's spreading this virus. So American cut the salads on flights as well as in its membership-only uh, airport lounges throughout Europe. Lufthansa is making a similar move, though its wording was more opaque, saying it was, quote, initiating preventive actions to adjust its meal production in Germany, unquote. Lufthansa, of course, is based in Germany. Stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, about, well, we're going to have a really interesting talk about airline security with a man who knows it intimately. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Sunday on History. Ice Road Truckers are back. But this time, the cracks are starting to show. We don't need somebody who's going to come up here and be a hothead or a cowboy. And the ice is thinner than ever. Stop. Break, break, break. They may survive the elements, but can they survive each other? I shouldn't have missed that gear. Rookies don't last long here. Ice Road Truckers, all new Sunday at 9 p.m. 8 central, only on History. Outdoor education leader Stuart Chapin puts Bullfrog Sunblock to the test. Working as a raft guide, you're in the sun all day long. Bullfrog gives me better protection for longer under harder conditions. Kayaking or surfing. We also use it when we go mountaineering and we're getting the reflection off of the snowpack. Super good. Even when you're swimming, even when you're sweating hard, Bullfrog really stays on you. Try new Bullfrog Water Armor Sport. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, uses directed. If you've never experienced gelin with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles, you've never walked all the way to work on top of cushy throw pillows, or worked a jackhammer while standing in a field of beautiful daisies. That's because gelin does more than change the way you feel. It changes your state of mind. So I can teach my class while enjoying the soft white sand under my feet. Experience all-day outrageous comfort for yourself with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles. Are you gelling? I'm glad I have feet. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Now this portion of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. I've been talking about this for a few weeks now. You can join me in the radio show for the 12-day France Magnifique Tour beginning on September 29th. This is a very special tour of France, and you're going to see a good part of the country in those 12 days in a, in a rather luxurious way because Colette doesn't mess around. Uh, this is sure to be a fun trip that's filled with uh, adventure, rich culture, European romance. That part's up to you. Great food, great wine, and, and a whole lot more. And I'll be there to... Uh, 
uh, to Grecia in Paris. And we're going to do the radio show from there as well. Now, here's the special deal. If you book now, you're going to save $700 per couple because round-trip companion airfare is just $400, $399 technically. To learn more and book your reservations, go to 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Ask about the, the uh, France Magnifique Tour with Rudy Maxa. Or you can just go to rudymaxa.com and scroll on down that homepage. You'll see a box that says Colette Vacations. Click on it, and you'll see a day-by-day itinerary, how many meals are included, etc. We're going to see Normandy and the Loire Valley and the south of France, etc. So there you go. Join me uh, September 29th in France. Check it out. Now, my next guest is going to say some things in the next few minutes that will shock you. If you fly commercially, what what he has to say may well distress you. He asserts, for example, that he, or more precisely, terrorists could bring down dozens of commercial flights in one fell swoop if they worked hard enough at it. Stephen Elson is a former Federal Aviation Administration, or FAA, security agent, and for three years, 95 to 99, he worked as a team member and team leader on an FAA red team. Those are the folks who probe airport security by using tactics and methods that uh, might be employed by terrorists. He went on to be a field agent for the FAA in Houston, where he spent thousands of hours at Houston's big airport there and its terminals and ramps, learning how the place worked and identifying its vulnerabilities. In 1999, Steve Elson was con- was convinced uh, our aviation system was a fat target for terrorists. He also was convinced uh, that no one at the FAA was going to do anything about it, so he quit and he became a whistleblower. A year before 9-11, he and colleagues approached the FAA, the Department of Transportation, and powerful congressional figures with hard evidence of how bad airport security was. And, of course, on 9-11, those dire predictions came true. Now, keep in mind, Steve and others with his background aren't armchair academicians discussing security theories over a glass of brandy, as Steve likes to put it, as Steve likes to put it. He and his colleagues uh, have successfully slipped hundreds of potentially lethal devices through airport security as part of their jobs. Five days after 9-11, Steve appeared on 60 Minutes to try to convince the government to take airport security seriously. He doesn't think the TSA or subsequent administrations have done so, despite spending billions of dollars while assuring the public that they're safer while flying. He argues that something as simple as cardboard and duct tape would go a long way toward improving things. Now, I think this is possibly the longest introduction I've ever given a guest, but I think it's important you know where Steve Elson is coming from. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Let's start with a really basic question. Where is the country's aviation system most vulnerable now, in your opinion? Everywhere. The entire system is an expensive, incompetent travesty. Here's why I say that. First and foremost, the complete arrogance and indifference of our government, starting at top, White Houses and Congresses. They did not listen before 9-11. They still don't. As ludicrous as it sounds, it is a fact that 9-11 could have been prevented with virtually 100% certainty using nothing more than a piece of rope out of a garbage can and a very few simple procedures. Moving on to the TSA, they definitely don't listen, even to the few knowledgeable employees they have. Not one of our TSA administrators has had any aviation background. Most have no security background. Current TSA Administrator John Pistoli is former head of the FBI counterterrorism section. Yeah, he doesn't even know the difference between counterterrorism and anti-terrorism, and he has no aviation background and no security background. Moving on down to the airport level, the TSA employees in charge of the airports are called Federal Security Directors, FSDs for short. Their original job description did not require any aviation security background, but stated that they should have a passion for aviation security. Mm. Majority tend to be senior military or law enforcement folks who are at very high levels in previous jobs. They no longer will get down in the weeds and learn the job. 
Most of them are law enforcement. Law enforcement is reactive. They get a 9-11 call, they respond, they try to catch the bad guy. Security's proactive. It's meant to prevent disasters. We're right. all happy with the death of bin Laden. Who cares 10 seconds, 10 years after 9-11, the deed was done. All right, all right, Steve. If you were made dictator of airport security today, what would you do, like, right away? Okay, I'd use an old term. I'd use a systems approach. I'd break the entire huge aviation system down into manageable chunks, taking a closer look at the various aspects, terminals, ramps, ramp security, flights, so forth. Now, I employ a paradigm to list the most important fixes. I list the most critical under headings such as A, A1, A2, A3, the less important, B1, B2, B3. You told me when we so talked forth. before you came on the show that there were some immediate fixes that would cost basically nothing that could be made the first day. Give us some examples. Uh, first day, in one day, you could solve the problem of access to jetway doors. These combinations are left unprotected to prying eyes. If you simply went around to all these doors with cardboard and duct tape, you could shield them 100% entire United States in one day and prevent terrorists from getting those combinations, secreting explosives inside the checkpoint, which I know we can get through, and then just go put them aboard planes and take down all the planes they want in one swell swoop. <laughs> Have you done that, Steve? Have you actually stood in an airport and been able to see the passcode to those uh, those secure doors that let you back into the bowels of an airplane or airport? Repeatedly. After 9-11, I did a lot of news shows, CNN, Fox, so forth. That's all documented. It's on tape. It was sent to the TSA. They didn't care. They just simply tell employees, be more vigilant. Yeah. And a little bit of duct tape covering that up would, would do it. You talked to me about how, uh, how bothered you are by the fact that all the TSA checkpoints are sort of right out there in the open in the airport 24-7. Anybody can stand around and watch how it works. Exactly. Well, most of the people in the TSA, as I said, are cops. They understand surveillance. They know bad guys. Crooks conduct surveillance. So if you sit and you watch virtually anything, you can find a way to defeat that. So they leave it wide open. Instead of taking away the terrorist eyes, the media's eyes, my eyes, they just leave it wide open so we can watch and uh, figure out how to beat the system. Another thing is wide open are the, uh, in some airports, and some, when you check, you have to take your check bag over to one of these CTX machines that are supposed to look for explosives. Any uh, danger, in, in, uh, would you put those behind uh, a wall as well? Absolutely. I would shield everything. I used to live in D.C., and I went to Washington National, one of our two most sensitive airports, I believe, in the country. And I could sit there and watch what they were doing, and I could figure out how to beat and defeat them. And without breaking the law, I did it. Uh, we only have a couple minutes left, so I want to get through some of this. Uh, I used to hear about tests by the General Accounting Office, that investigative branch of the federal government, in which undercover agents managed to get a, a distressingly large percentage of forbidden items through airport security, as you did when you worked for the FAA on the Red Team. I don't hear much about that anymore. The TSA has devoted enormous resources to closing down leaks instead of fixing the problems. And most of the information is classified. The best example we have right now is John Micah, who is currently head of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, former Aviation Subcommittee. In the recent movie, Please Remove Your Shoes, he acknowledged that the TSA is still testing. TSA tests itself, Homeland Security, GAO. He said the bigger they are, the worse they get. And the results are classified, but then he said, quote, you wouldn't want to see them, the results, because they are quite frightening.
Yow, that is a scary thing. I know that that documentary, Please Remove Your Shoes. In fact, I'll give our listeners the website in a minute. So you know all this stuff. You know how vulnerable we are. Do you still get on airplanes? Certainly. I would have gotten on 9-11. It's a matter of odds. There are 35,000 or 36,000 flights a day, so the odds are you'll never be on a flight where you get hit. And understand all these trade-offs and security about money and, and uh, cost accounting, but we can simply fix a lot of these problems and increase the odds in our favor rather than the terrorists. The government refuses to do that, wasting billions on high-tech uh, equipment like the body scanner, which is 100% ineffective. It can be beaten 100% of the time. Really? White House, Congress knows this. Oh, my God. Well, now, why do you continue on this crusade if you're retired? Well, I took an oath when I went into service and when I went into the FAA, and that oath never expires. But the most important reason in the end, I'm doing nothing more than trying to protect my family. we got about 30 seconds left, Steve. What, uh, what would you suggest the public do? Write, the con write your congressman, write the FAA, write the White House? Write the White House, go to your Congress, yell, scream, tell them, you took an oath to protect and defend us. Bin Laden took an oath to kill us. He did his job. You took an oath to protect and defend us. You're betraying us. Get off your tail, listen to the people that know, and fix the problem. Reduce those odds of us getting hit. Steve Elson's a former FAA security agent. He worked on the Red Team. For more on this subject, and Steve, you might want to check out that multi-award-winning documentary in the TSA called Please Remove Your Shoes. You'll find it at pleaseremoveyourshoesmovie.com. Stephen, thank you, and we'll be right back. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to rudymaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $399. AutoZone. No matter how high gas prices go, you've got to keep going. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone is on your side with easy gas-saving tips to help you keep going all summer. Doing a simple tune-up, pouring in a fuel treatment, and maintaining proper tire pressure can go a long way to help you get the most mileage possible out of your car. So don't let high gas prices keep you from getting where you need to go. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 
It's not hard to remember November of 08 when terrorists uh, invaded basically the city of Mumbai in India. The locus of that was uh, the Taj Mahal Palace Hotel. Raymond Bixon was the CEO, is the CEO of, of Taj Hotels, and he was in that hotel with his wife, trapped there. I ran into him recently and interviewed him at the uh, World Tra Tra Travel and Tourism Conference in Las Vegas. Uh, but I began our conversation by asking about the rapid growth of the Taj uh, Hotel family. Oh, we've been opening one hotel every uh, six weeks for the last seven years. That's extraordinary. Yes. Now, so it, to, yes. To most Americans uh, in the United States, we know the Pierre in New York is a Taj Hotel, uh, the Taj in Boston, which used to be the Ritz-Carlton, and then in the San, the San Francisco Taj Campton Place. Exactly. All lovely hotels. Do you have more North American plans? Well, yes. We are. I think we're quite close to looking at two, uh, two projects, one actually a takeover in Miami, and we're working on a very exciting project in, in Los Angeles. Which would be a new build? Which would be a new build, yes, uh, a new Taj, uh, Taj um, uh, Beverly Hills, so I'm really very excited about it. I think I asked you this question over a year ago when, when the, the tragedy happened in Mumbai. Um, uh, to a lot of Americans, before that happened, the Taj name was not a household name. Uh, in a weird, very perverse and unfortunate way, it did make it a better known name. Did you experience that as, as the, the boss? Uh, did you find more people in America knowing about Taj as a result of an uh, incident where more than 200 people were killed? Well, I think so. I mean, in the sense that it's a 110-year-old brand in Asia, which has been you know, servicing palaces. We have over 115 hotels in 15 countries today with nearly 14,000 hotel rooms. So I, I, I guess... In, in the Asian context, and specifically in Southeast Asia, uh, the brand was quite well known. But right, in Europe and North America, obviously looking at something like that taking place over three days on the radio, on, all over the world certainly uh, heightened the brand awareness. That was certainly very close and personal to you. You were actually in the hotel when, when the attack occurred, but managed to escape, if I recall correctly. Yes, got out. I was there for about 14 hours. My wife was there about nine hours. And uh, it, it was something that you really don't want to uh, repeat again ever. Uh, but uh, coming past that now, we've reopened the hotel, spent about $80 million to redo the Taj Palace. So it's gorgeous. And uh, uh, we have uh, welcomed Presidents Obama, Sarkozy, Chinese Prime Minister, I can never pronounce his name, um, uh, and, and uh, so it's, it's, it's really, it's back to what the old Grand Dame was before. Is the security different there? Well, I think security in general in hospitality, there's a more of an awareness of it uh, than there was before. I think security is best when it's non-obtrusive mm -hmm. because hospitality and, and, and security in itself is, is not conducive to luxury especially. There were talks of having metal detectors, though. During is that in existence, or you just do that if there's someone, a VIP in residence, or well, a in, state affair, or something? Well, from adversity, actually, we've we've uh, started an entire homeland security company uh, based with a Swiss uh, Swiss Israeli uh, uh, security company, where we do a homeland security we training. Being, we being Taj. Taj, yes, oh. it's a homeland security training. Uh, we uh, we we do we teach. We have a manpower company as well. It's probably about a, after the second year, it's about a $50 million revenue business in the second year. So out of adversity came something, uh, something new and different. You're an American, but you've now lived in India as head of Taj for quite a few years. 
Eight years. Eight years. Uh, there, there's a lot of writing these days about the sort of India phenomenon slowing down and, and, and also leaders in India saying, hey, we've got to cut the bureaucracy. There's, there is talk of there's too much people who have to be paid off to get things done and so on. Do you see a sea change there or is it just in its initial... Very much so. I mean, I think that the, the India story is, is the Asia story. Having lived in Shanghai in the late 80s and seeing what uh, India is today is uh, very similar. I mean, 9% GDP growth, probably the second or third fastest growing uh, country in the world. And uh, that doesn't seem to let up. There's uh, really 62,500 hotel rooms in India in a country with one billion people. Now, Disney has 55,000 rooms in Orlando. Wait a minute. This is extraordinary to me. I've never heard this number. In all of India, there are, only, there are 65,000 hotel rooms? 65,000 hotel rooms in a country with a billion people, with uh, five and a half million tourists, heading up to hopefully 15 to 20 million in the next five to 10 years. That's extraordinary. It, it is. So it's really a no-brainer. The country needs four to 500,000 rooms to meet the demand of what's happening today with all the infrastructure change in airports, roads that the government has undertaken. Uh, it really, uh, business is, uh, is moving as fast as the infrastructure can take it, really. That's Raymond Bixon. He's the CEO of Taj Hotels. They have three hotels in the United States, and as you heard, he's got plans for more coming. Uh, and he and his wife did escape uh, with their lives from that uh, terrorist attack in Mumbai in November of 08, as well as uh, the their hotel, uh, which was the locus of that attack. Um, I ran into him and interviewed him at the World... I didn't run into him. I arranged to interview him at the World uh, uh, Travel and Tourism Conference in Las Vegas uh, uh, about uh, three weeks ago. He's kind enough to sit down with me. He used to, by the way, be the general manager of the Mark Hotel on the Upper East Side of New York, which has just reopened after being... Massively renovated. So if you happen to stay there back in the uh, uh, 90s and 80s, you may have known Raymond Vixen. Stick around. When we come back. We're going to talk about the top 10 sexy beach resorts with an editor from Brides Magazine. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Mountaineer Scott Graham tested Bullfrog Sunblock on Mount Everest. I've never been in a harsher solar environment than the western cone of Everest. It's between 20 and 25,000 feet, and it's just totally white. And if you don't have an effective sunscreen like Bullfrog, you're toast. The sun at those altitudes is not your friend, it's your enemy. Bullfrog is my friend at that altitude. I've tried it in a harsh environment, and it works. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, uses directed. AutoZone. No matter how high gas prices go, you've got to keep going. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone is on your side with easy gas-saving tips to help you keep going all summer. Doing a simple tune-up, pouring in a fuel treatment, and maintaining proper tire pressure can go a long way to help you get the most mileage possible out of your car. So don't let high gas prices keep you from getting where you need to go. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. As a Major League Baseball umpire for over 30 years, I've learned focus is everything. That's why I switched to a complete multivitamin with more. Only one-a-day men's 50-plus advantage has both ginkgo for memory and concentration, plus support for heart health. Centrum can't give you all that. And in this game, I want every advantage. 
One a day men's 50 plus advantage, the official multivitamin of Major League Baseball. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams. There's a rhythm to the season, so at Sam Adams, we develop styles of beer to accompany that. We brew Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, Winter Lager, Noble Pills, and right now, there's Summer Ale. Samuel Adams Summer Ale is a flavorful wheat beer. It has a nice spice note and a little lemon zest. It's brewed with a historic brewing spice called Grains of Paradise. But just like summer, Summer Ale won't be around for long. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. Sam from Provo writes, How come a slim chance and a fat chance mean the same thing, but a wise man and a wise guy are opposites? Oh, it's a peculiar mystery indeed. Sort of like how Geico's website is geico.com. Not Geico.RidiculouslySimpleSavings or Geico.PayYourBillFromTheComfortOfYourComputer. Both those names would make a lot more sense. Wow, you are a wise man, er, gecko, man. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Sunday on History. Ice Road Truckers are back. But this time, the cracks are starting to show. We don't need somebody who's going to come up here and be a hothead or a cowboy. And the ice is thinner than ever. Stop. Brakes, brakes, brakes. They may survive the elements, but can they survive each other? Shouldn't have missed that gear. Rookies don't last long here. Ice Road Truckers. All new Sunday at 9 p.m. 8 central. Only on History. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under Radio Sponsors for more info. Never more true words spoken. Uh, take trips, not chances. MedJet is a great company uh, for medical evacuation. I uh, have used them, and uh, they can save you tens of thousands of dollars. If you call them up or uh, just mention the code MAXA, M-A-X-A, I think, they give you a, I think they give you a discount on that. I'll have to check that out, but worth a try. Jacqueline Gifford is a travel editor at Brides Magazine, buddy of mine, and uh, in the new June 2011 issue of Brides, she, there's a whole section on uh, uh, sexy beaches and sexy beach resorts. Jackie, nice to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. All right, before we talk about specific resorts, what makes for a sexy beach? Well, we thought it would be fun to actually talk to the folks at Sports Illustrated Swimsuit because uh, they travel nonstop in search of exotic locations for their magazine. And uh, we talked to Diane Smith, who puts the issue together. And she, she sort of set the scene for us. When you're really looking for that perfect shot, um, you want the, the sea to be that crystal clear blue, like a pool and the sand, a pink or white. And, and just the very luxury of rolling right out of bed onto the sand is pretty sexy. And I totally agree with her when you're on your honeymoon or on a romantic getaway, just being close to the beach and having a little alone time is, is what you want. All right, we're coming into honeymoon season, a lot of weddings in June. Uh, the magazine, you and Brides, picked about 10 hotels. Uh, you call them the top hottie hotels. Uh, what are some of your favorites on the list here? 
Well, I actually was able to, to check out the W Vieques. Um, Vieques Island is just off uh, the east coast of Puerto Rico. It's part of Puerto Rico, and it was an awesome, awesome place. They have two beautiful beaches on property. The rooms are really, really sexy and fun. Um, and then nearby is, is the Bio Bay, which is an activity that I, was amazing to do once in a lifetime. You get to, to swim and jump in the water, and the water actually glitters, which was so cool. Um, that, this is at night. Thought, at night. At night, this is. At right? night. you got to yeah. do it at night. Exactly. Right. And it's just a, it's, it was awesome, a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I thought it would be an, a perfect thing for a couple to do. Um, I checked out the Waikiki edition in Honolulu, which is brand new. Um, the partnership with, you know, Marriott and Ian Schrager, the rooms, again, were fantastic. And, and that's, you know, that's what... Being, and that's, excuse me for interrupting, but that's what it's called, yeah. the Waikiki Edition is the name of the, the hotel, Waikiki right? The Waikiki Edition, exactly, okay. yeah. It was the first in the edition brand. Um, GoldenEye in Jamaica, that was uh. Uh, that was Ian Fleming's villa. I mean, come on, how amazing is that? Uh, you know, just to, just to be in the place where he was writing all of his James Bond novels is so cool. Um, and then, you know, another new property that was that's great is The Dream in South Beach. I mean, just being in South Beach and around all that nightlife. And I just love, I love walking, just walking the beach, jogging. It's a great, it's a great destination. So we, we picked, we picked a bunch of, we tried to mix it up and, you know, focus on some places that are, you know, classic honeymoon spots like Jamaica, Mexico, but, you know, went a little farther afield into Vietnam and Thailand, um, which, you know, have some amazing beaches and are really, you know, very popular honeymoon spots. I noticed uh, one island you picked in Thailand, Koh Samui, uh, mm-hmm. has a resort uh, that was based, uh, excuse me, built or, or is managed by a Bangkok-based perfume company, which with the name of? It's called The Scent, yes. It's, so, I, it's such a cool, a cool concept. I mean, the hotel is incredibly affordable, too, which, um, you know, Thailand is, as a whole is, is fairly affordable, but the hotel is great. I mean, the rooms are around in the 200 range. Um, and it was, you know, a, a perfume company uh, created the hotel, and the, the suites and rooms are very sleek and mod, and it's right on the beach, and the, the spa is obviously really amazing, too. Let me, uh, since you mentioned price sets, let me run down the places you mentioned. You started with the W, uh, is it is it pronounced Vieques? Vieques, yes. Say it again. Vieques. Vieques. I don't speak Spanish, yeah. and I keep seeing that, that hotel. The W Vieques in Puerto Rico uh, starts at 379 during low season, 589 during high, which, of course, is winter. Golden Eye yeah. starts at 448 up to 672. The Waikiki edition in Honolulu is 375 year-round for a double. And Dream on South Beach is uh, 199 during low season, 249 during high season. Quite reasonable. And the scent, as you mentioned, uh, doubles for 207 mm-hmm. and high season, 263. Um, Jackie, I appreciate your joining us. I, I would direct uh, uh, listeners to pick up the June 2011 issue of Brides, and you can also read about resorts, uh, one in Brazil, one in Vietnam, one in St. Bart's, and then you have two in Mexico, uh, uh, Jackie. Any uh, blowback on that? Uh, people, you know, Mexico is just a really, it's still a very, very popular spot for honeymooners, and, um, you know, La Amada opened um, recently, and it's in Cancun. It's it's just, but it's just away from the the crowds. It's a great, it's a great property, and um, and certainly Playa Viva and Zihuatanejo. If you're into surfing, it's a great place. Hey, Jackie, thanks for picking them out for us. Jackie Gifford, travel editor of Brides Magazine. Have a lovely weekend. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, there you go. The sexiest uh, hotels on the sexiest beaches. Brides 2011 issue. Stick around. Got some deals for you. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 52 minutes after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to Rudy Maxa's World, where the topic is all travel all the time. Nice to have you here. Hope you'll be with us every weekend. We uh, always try to bring you a wide, interesting range of uh, interview subjects and topics and a few deals, which I'm going to do in just a moment. Don't don't hit that cash register yet, Jeff. Uh, let me just tell you, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, uh, just uh, link up with me. Uh, uh, my uh, Twitter handle is SavTrav, S-A-V-T-R-A-V, short for Savvy Traveler. I will not bombard you with tweets, uh, but if I come across a deal midweek that might expire in 24 hours or so, I may let you know about it or some travel stuff or something related to my public television show. If you'd like to write me, you can write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. Anytime, Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. R-U-D-Y is Rudy. Maxa is M-A-X-A. RudyMaxa.com. Um, uh, by the way, we got a uh, we, we we had a call from a, a listener from Hawaii who said, "Well, I guess you're not on the air uh, while I'm calling," and uh, so he hung up. Uh, if you call our 800 number, which is 800-387-8025, I'll repeat it in a moment if you have time to get a pen. Uh, if you call that number, uh, we uh, we're only on the air live 10 to noon mid uh, on Saturday Eastern time. Uh, most of our stations time shift our shows to their convenience and to your convenience, uh, particularly if you're on the West Coast in Hawaii. Uh, so we have a recording that invites you to leave your name and phone number. We'll call you back if you have an interesting thing you'd like to talk about with me uh, uh, or a travel question. Maybe we'll talk about it on the air. We'll call you back if you give us your number and tell us the best time to call you back and what time zone you're in and your name. Uh, we give you a ring back. We'll chat with it, and maybe we'll put you on the air on the show the following week or the week after that. So don't hang up if you get a recording. Tell us why you're calling and what you're calling about. Uh, what else can I tell you? You got to, oh, you can go to Facebook. When you go to Facebook, choose Rudy Maxa-TV show. That's the web. That's the part of Facebook I pay attention to and respond to, Rudy Maxa-Facebook. Uh, and you can also uh, hear a live stream of the show from 10 to noon uh, Eastern time at RudyMaxa.com, or you can hear podcasts of past shows. We'll usually post this weekend's show by Sunday night or Monday morning. Uh, you can hear past shows if you miss those episodes or if you want to send those episodes to somebody who, because there was a segment you thought they might find interesting. All right, I think that's uh, about all the, the housekeeping I think of. Time for our deals of the week. There you go, Jeff. Uh, as I always say, we spend big money on production values here. Well, the big news this weekend, uh, this week, excuse me, is that Groupon, that monster of a of a company that came out of nowhere and grew like a mushroom in the spring, uh, Groupon and Expedia are are hooking up. And uh, they're going to enter the hotly contested discount hotel and travel package business beginning later this month. By the end of this month, by the end of June, the two are going to offer what are called Groupon getaways. And they're promising hotel rooms at up to 50% off other online travel sites. Uh, eventually, they're going to offer discounts on specific flights and travel packages as well. But I think they're going to start the end of June uh, with hotels. Now, as with traditional Groupon deals, uh, you'll have a limited time to take advantage of each deal, and a voucher will be issued for your future travel. Now, even though this doesn't start up till late June, you can register right now, and be so you'll begin receiving emails when Groupon Getaways begins. Here's the website where you can register your email address. I did it this morning. Uh, it's called Groupon.com forward slash getaways. That's Groupon.com forward slash getaways. So Groupon and Expedia, boy, they're entering that field that Jetsetter.com is in and that... Uh, 
bloomspot.com to some extent is in and voyage privé and uh, oh there's a, there's about four or five national of these uh, websites that are offering negotiating deep discounts with hotels and offering them online so Groupon and Expedia are two big feet, to put it mildly, to see what happens. Um, Sofitel Hotel, you know, they run these uh, fast sales. Uh, this one is a 72-hour special. Um, you've got a book. Oh, I should have done the hours. I, I would book today if I were you at Sofitel.com. Uh, from there for stays, uh, you've, oh, you've got, a, uh, you've got till June 5th to, bo uh, to book, to the end of Sunday. So uh, you can book through Sunday night for stays between June 8th and September 6th, that's virtually the entire summer, uh, calendar-wise anyway, June 8th to September 6th. And here are the kind of deals you can get on this uh, these getaway offers. Miami, $95 a night at a Sofitel. San Francisco, $100 a night. Minneapolis, $140. Philadelphia, $160. Chicago, $165. D.C., $170. Buenos Aires, Argentina, $185. Los Angeles, $240. New York City, $335. Now, the New York City Sofitel, you know, of course, is was the scene of that uh, uh, alleged sexual assault on a housekeeper by the now-resigned, now-former head of the IMF. Uh, and uh, lastly, but not leastly, in Montreal, Canada, $160 Canadian will get you a night, okay? But you got a book for stays between June 8th and September 6th by Sunday night. So that's the deal. You, you, if you know you're going to be in any of these cities or want to be during the summer, hey, pick up a room at a great price. I love Miami at 95 and San Francisco at 100. Sofitel's a luxury hotel chain. Those are great rates. Oh, I promised to give that 800 number out again, didn't I? 800-387-8025 is our number. Call us uh, and with your travel question or comment and let me know where I can reach you or, or uh, one of our producers will reach out to you. If your station is leaving us this hour, it's a tragedy. I say that all the time and I mean it every time I say it. Uh, most of our stations stay with us for a second hour. I'm delighted they do. Stick around. we got lots more interesting guests coming up. Uh, actually, we're going to talk to a, a family law attorney and a relationship columnist about why travel is a important uh, for a couple before they say, I do. We'll be right back after some news and messages in your local station. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.